There's a lot of ageism in the workforce, and with the economy changing as fast as it is, it's pretty often that you see people essentially lose their relevance economically as they get older. And I can't imagine how this feels, so I really enjoyed and appreciated this story from the TED Radio Hour, the second in this series. Uh, yesterday was the first one. And this is what it's like to be successful your whole life and then suddenly become economically irrelevant and on welfare. So it's a sobering thought, but a lot of people are going through this, and I thought it might help some empathy if we listen to it together. This is writer Elizabeth White, and her crisis began right after the 2008 crash. But up until then, Elizabeth had been doing really well. You know, I have all the props and credentials. I have a Harvard MBA. I have a master's in international studies from Hopkins. I went to Oberlin undergraduate. You know, I worked at the World Bank. I have this background. And all of a sudden, during the Great Recession, I lost two big consultancies, and suddenly I'm unemployed at 55. And I actually wasn't worried because of my background and my yeah. network and, you know, I'd been out of work before and pretty quickly found something. But this was different. Suddenly, here you are looking in on a life that's not yours anymore. What do you do when that's your story? In conversations with friends, Elizabeth heard lots of stories that sounded like hers. And so a few years ago, she decided to write an essay about what it's like to lose your safety net in your 50s. And I asked her to read it for us. You know me. I'm in your friendship circle, hidden in plain sight. My clothes are still impeccable, bought in the good years when I was still making money. To look at me, you would not know that my electricity was cut off last week for non-payment or that I meet the eligibility requirements for food stamps. But if you paid attention, you would see the sadness in my eyes, hear that hint of fear in my otherwise self-assured voice. These days, I buy the $1.99 trial-sized jug of Tide to make ends meet. You didn't know laundry detergent came in that size. You invite me to the same expensive restaurants that the two of us have always enjoyed. But I order mineral water now with a twist of lemon instead of the $12 glass of Chardonnay. I am frugal in my menu choices, counting every penny in my head. I demure dividing the table bill evenly to cover desserts, designer coffees, and second and third glasses of wine I did not consume. I am tired of trying to keep up appearances. Faking normal is wearing me out. There are no media stories about me. My slide out of the middle class is not sensational enough. A friend says I'm broke, not poor, and that there's a difference. I live without cable, my gym membership, or nail appointments. I've discovered I can do my own hair. I have no retirement savings, no nest egg. I exhausted that long ago. There is no expensive condo from which to draw equity, and no husband to back me up. Months of slow pay and no pay have decimated my credit. Bill collectors call me constantly, reading verbatim from a script, expressing polite sympathy for my plight before demanding payment arrangements I can't possibly meet. Friends wonder privately how someone so well-educated could be in economic freefall. I am still as talented as ever and as smart as a whip, but my work is sketchy now, mostly on and off consulting gigs. Friends hear about this and that assignment, but can't remember when I had a real job. At 55, I've learned how to fake cheeriness and to appear to be engaged, 
but my phone doesn't ring with opportunities anymore. I don't remember exactly when it stopped, but I cannot deny now having entered the uncertain world of formally and used to be. In the face of mega-generational shifts, I'm not sure anymore where I belong. What I do know is that dozens of online job applications seem to disappear into a black hole. I am convinced that employers have set their online job recruitment algorithms to reject anyone who graduated before 1995. I wonder what is to become of me. I am facing a work-for-life proposition. So far, my health has held up, but my body aches. Or is it my spirit? Homeless women used to be invisible to me, but I appraise them now with curious eyes, wondering if their stories started like mine.